0: Justin Brock here with Medicare gurus and Pete is in town. So we hired Pete to come in. First of all, it's always fun to hang out with Pete. We always have a great time, but we wanted to dive into, uh, you know, some more complex life scenarios and to really get my team, uh, familiar with some of the stuff that Pete's done and doing. And some of the uh, things that, that agents that he's trained are doing very successfully. Uh, cool thing about it was Pete came in and talked this morning uh, about Social Security income pitch, uh, some other things, and it's a lot of the same stuff that he's going to be sharing with the mastermind here at the end of this month. Uh, and you know, I'll, I'm just you know really really excited that so many of you get to see the this, these pitches because I think uh, it's a concept sale or a unique way to present something uh, that really refreshes the life insurance meeting or consultation yeah. or pivot. So, Pete, I wanna know what point and how did the idea of pivoting from the way you were trained to sell life insurance to what made you pivot? So, I'm gonna do this a different way. How did that happen? Uh,
1: first thing was like, uh, you know, you got final expense, you got mortgage protection, and those are conceptual sales, like we were talking about, but everyone's heard of them in the mainstream. Most Most clients that you run into know what final expense is, right? They might not know the product that you're backing up. So in being in the final expense market, I was kind of sick of getting 50, 60, $70 a month checks. And for life insurance, I was like, how do I get 200, 300, 500, 700? And that comes with some extra conceptual selling. Now it's the same product, it's the same service that most of these other people are delivering, but they're not building enough value within a concept that
0: makes sense to the client. So they're getting little little piddly commission checks, you know? Yeah. So so you kind of reverse engineer it and start by pivoting into what the problem is. (laughs) One thing, people not being aware of what happens to one person's check or social security check when the other spouse passes away, um, creating that problem maybe they didn't think they had, which creates the need for a larger benefit. Um, The need was already there before you created it. You're just highlighting it and then filling it. And then also the way you're filling it by showing percentage based percentage of income to protect higher percentage. And not to give away too much, because yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about it, but it, but the way that you presented it is really cool. I really like it. I think we're gonna be able to close some bigger cases off of that for sure. It's gonna really help our, our team out, help our agents out. So that's awesome. So you pivoted into Medicare yeah. this last fall. How'd you do?
1: Uh, Exact apps, not sure, but between MedSup, PDP, and MA, probably like 80-something during okay. ADP. Yep. Uh, total, got $250,000 in annuities out of it, because that's part of my bread and butter, and about eight or nine grand in life. So yeah. not too terrible. I enjoyed it. It was pretty fun. I did it mostly in the field, and now I'm pivoting again to telesales so that I can replicate it with other people, yeah. and build out a call center and all that good stuff. So I'm, I'm learning as I go, but it was also like trial by fire, you know, I was blowing yeah. you up, asking you questions, I was asking like Peter Walker questions and stuff like that, yeah. but at the end of the day, you kind of just have to jump into it, and that's it, and learn by doing. Because yeah. I've been doing life and annuities for 10 years, and it just comes second nature, it's the same thing with you guys in the training today, most of you guys are Medicare experts, yeah. and not cross selling life,
0: just jump in and try. Yeah. You know, you're gonna fall on your face a couple times. So as the president of the sales kind of job, your job is to go out, figure out how to do something, train some other people how to do it. Say, "Oh, look, it can be done," and then before you know it, they're like, "Okay, now do it this way." Right. Like you have to like <laughs> you're like running out like Braveheart, like you know, paving the way. Yeah. And then showing everybody how to do it. So yeah, it's a it's a combination of like me getting all the uh,
1: mishaps out of the way before yeah. we try to replicate it to right.
0: masses. Well, yeah. a lot of times when you're you have a you, you're good at sales uh, organically. Or or without having to, so so I guess when you go into something to sell, like we already know you can sell, right. So as long as you can work the kinks out, it should work. And if the kinks aren't there, someone who's not as good at selling can still sell it because yeah, you've already worked the kinks. Exactly. It. So like I, with
1: supplements, right? I, I lean towards supplements at least initially because one I thought MA was super complicated, which it's not, but that was my own thought process. Yeah. And MedSup was my clientele. Now I'm dealing with people that can afford five, six hundred dollars a month for life. They could probably afford a plan G. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So, I actually went after my own either book a business or warm market first because mm-hmm. if I fall on my
0: face with them, it's okay, yeah, and then go out and transitional leads. Yeah, you know? a lot of times when we bring uh, new agents into the office as an LOA, that's how we train them and then get them to call current clients to check yeah. on them and service their needs. And so, like, sometimes they're trying to shop their rate for them and stuff like that because, again. If they don't do a good job, at least they were still just checking on the client. Right, like, it's not going to hurt anything. So, um, but it gets them gets them comfortable having the conversation, seeing what questions they have, and then and getting comfortable answering those questions. So that's a good way to start. Yeah. what's the biggest thing that you noticed about the guy that sells all MA? Yeah. and the guy that sells <laughs>
1: primarily med stuff. I feel like the people just from a ten thousand foot overview, not knowing anything about yeah, Medicare. Like, the, the people that are selling MA seem to not be salespeople. One, right? Uh, no offense yeah. to all you out there in MA land, but MA is like the easiest thing on the planet. It's, like it's not; really it's, <laughs> it's it's like a joke, right? Uh, as long as you have a, a system in place and technology backing it up. I mean, med subs are easy too, but on the med sub side, it's way more of a sale because you're convincing them to spend money, whether it's less money or more money, whatever. Yeah. So a, a sale is still being made. But the tendency for people selling med subs is the cross sell. You have the opportunity right then and there to tack on dental, vision, hearing, life insurance, yeah. you know, whatever, right? On the MA side, most people get an MA, and they're like, "See, you.
0: yeah, you know." Well, they spend so much time, and my from my perspective too. Uh, and we sold seven hundred and seventy something MAs yeah. last year; was our biggest MA year yet. And I want to sell plenty more. It's pretty profitable. There's plenty of clients that that's what they want. That's what they need. Um, so definitely not knocking it, but um, sometimes they spend so much time harping on low cost, yeah. But then they make it difficult on themselves to actually make them someone buy something from them because they've started, you know, talking about zero premium, zero premium, zero premium, zero dental, free dental, free this, free that, and then it's like, oh, and you should buy this seventy dollar a hospital indemnity plan to cover all your holes. Right? What do you mean holes? You said you've been saying free this <laughs> whole time, so they make it difficult. Now I think. Um, you know, we had say the biggest hospital indemnity plan year we've ever had uh, with uh, in our own office and then our downline. So I think a lot of the MA agents are now starting to circumvent back into being able to cross-sell that MA. And I think what happened with final expense guys who are used to selling a premium to really poor people. Yeah. When they pivoted to MA, they were like, I have a free product. You know, you can't say it's free? That's fine. Like, I, it's zero. I <laughs> <Zero>. lost <laughs> zero. Do you want it? Um, it? It becomes a very, very... Uh, it is a very easy sale. By the same accord, though, because it's so easy, it's easy to lose your business, too. Yeah. Especially if you're out, like, working direct mail and getting it, because there's not typically a great relationship built. And I, I think eHealth learned that this past year. They said that they're uh, in a... Uh, um, broker sales, I guess, didn't do that well, but I think what's happening is, a lot of their sales are getting churned by other up-and-coming call centers, right. other brokers, and so they're like, well, hey, we did—we had our best year, yet, yeah, we've captured this much, but by the way, while we were capturing that, we lost you know,
1: thirty. Yeah, or above. it's also hard on the MA side too because I feel like best is such a relative term. Like it's it's an opinion because yeah. this may be better in terms of your max out of pocket that you see on like Sunfire, yeah. and then you get into the benefits, and this one has better OTC, and you are
0: like, yeah, which, which OTC dental vision. You and you could you could choose which which value add is more important to someone. Almost based on how they feel that day and how you present it. Yeah, and I've right. talked to some agents that are like, "Yeah, it depends." In this
1: presentation, screw OTC benefits, and this presentation, you don't need dental. You know, and they're
0: yeah. they're selling the same thing depends against on each what they're other. Selling against, right? Which but is, then they go to the reverse sales and they they just pre- present it the opposite way. Yeah, because. They're just trying to get the client on the book. Which
1: can lead to super retention issues in the future because if you are selling in that regard, someone else
0: can go behind you and sell the same way, just opposite. I would sell absolutely like which one, like if you're doing MA and you're looking for retention, you gotta break down all the core benefits, ask them which one's most important to them. And if that happens to be the one that they already have, try to cross sell them, try to pivot to different sales. Because if you're flipping an MA by, presenting it in a way just to get them to agree with you, and then they're going to find out, oh, I just lost $800 a year in dental or right. whatever that I had before. You're going to lose them. And not only are you losing them in CMS, you know, somebody might file a complaint on you or something yeah, like yeah. that. And it's just an annoyance to deal with. Um, now, if you write enough MAs, you're going to get a complaint regardless. That's just the way it is with that market. Yeah. But, um, so, M A. Uh may up. So when you're, we were talking about the pivot to the life sale from Medicare to life. You said um, out of you know that that bunch, you did about two hundred fifty thousand annuities. That life side, you were doing mostly Mets up, which you know takes out of the compliance right. side of it. Yep. So we were talking about that. Um, what did you feel that the acumen was from the client? Like, like, what was the receptiveness rate to when you began that transition? Like, how many people were like, oh, we don't really want to talk about that right now. Out of- no, I, would,
1: I would say I cross sold 70, if not maybe a little bit higher percent meds up to life. Uh, or meds up to annuity or meds up to both. Um, one, because you're building the trust factor. But two, you're kind of fact-finding it all at the same time. You know, my social security income benefit pitch that we went over today that I'll I'll show you guys the mastermind. It's part of a fact-finder kind of mentally. I don't use a fact-finder. I have a little yellow pad, but uh, so the transition kind of is seamless and it sounds like it's part of my job to get all of this information that I'm going to leverage later to cross sell you a product. Yeah. But the, 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 uh, Receptiveness yeah, is is huge, and, the and their so shields even, are down. Even you know? out of even out of
0: uh, even even like with you closing seventy percent, I imagine the other thirty percent were just you know what we're gonna think about. Yeah, um, they're good or whatever. Which fine if you. How f- many people said. How dare you bring that up? Deals off that one, okay. And, and I then, think that's what people are little, little uh, legitimately afraid of. Like, if I bring up money, like they're gonna. be so turned off by. Well, it that was the thing not. we were talking about the other.
1: Either seller be sold or ten X or something, right? One of Cardone's books. He talks about how easy it is to get second money. Well, if you're taking someone from an F to a G, before I even talk about, because again, I know nothing. I'm brand new to this. Mm-hmm. My common sense is saying. All right, well, if I'm taking them from an F to a G and it's saving them $85 a month, I'm not letting them have that right away, I'm not even going to tell them that the yeah. savings is out. And then I'm going to do the full fact finder, see what other you know things I can uncover and spend that money and still give them some savings. Yeah. So getting that additional sale is easier when you
0: lock in the Medicare initially rather than just getting a life insurance sale day one. So we do the same thing. So if, you're, if somebody's saving... $85 a month going from an F to a G or F to a N or whatever. And um, before I say, oh, we're going to save $85 today, I say, I said, well, let's see what other needs are on that finder. Let's say it ends up being final expense policy. And I say, so today we can get you from this F to the G. The only difference is you have the $203 deductible yeah. money, but we're saving uh, way more than enough to offset that. And we're actually able to get you a you know $10,000 you know, final expense benefit in in this amount, and still save you enough to offset the two hundred three dollars amount. Right. So, um, so you 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 look at both of them together, and then but you're and you're not you're telling it's two policies. Yeah, yeah. You're not packing. There's like an old homage of like,
1: package bundling. Showing. Yeah, yeah. And
0: saying you know saying you have to buy these. We're yeah. not saying that, but we say well, what we can do is get you this benefit. You know, for this much less. With a you know ten thousand dollars, yeah. Policy. Based on the savings you have today, John and Mary, I could also include a ten thousand dollars final expense policy, and you'll still keep thirty five dollars in your pocket. So one one thing I, you you could look at, and here's where the numbers are weird. So life life uh, life premium or commissions related to life premium is typically going to be higher than just about any other products out right. there. Um. The receptiveness rate to that crawl cell on a plan after a plan G eighty five dollars down to a dental vision and hearing policy is going to be really high. Right, it's guaranteed issue. I can tack it on the same app a lot of times. Uh, I can sell that, so I can say, okay, you know, we can get you this plan G. Uh, sometimes I'm going G to G, so right. I'm still saving them money. Yeah. Okay, we can get you your same plan G you have right now with dental vision and hearing coverage too. And it's going to be five dollars less than what you're paying now. So I can lock that in. I got the dental vision hearing. Then, I'm, this is what I'm thinking is best for us. Yeah. To pitch that still the way we are. Yep. But then saying now there's a, you know, huge problem that we see people having, in our industry a lot with their social security income. Yeah. And then pivoting into that, and almost like separating a thing. Like you trust me, I fixed this for you. Right. I fixed it. Saved you a little bit of money and got you general vision hearing. Now and so instead of capturing that savings with life premium, make the life a whole separate conversation that's just piggybacking off of it. I'm wondering if I would close the same percentage doing it that way if I that as if I tried to use the savings. So, so and I, honestly, I think what has to be done. I think it depends on the strength of the, like you would
1: crush it, right? I think a, a lot of lazy people will take what we just said and say, all right, well, I'm going to switch people from a G to an N. And I'm going to roll the savings into life and I'm going to be done in two apps. Yeah. But if you push, like you just said, and get a DBH plan, whatever, yeah. right? And then go the extra mile and get go for that third life insurance,
0: quote unquote, sale, yeah. I think you're right. In, more I think in the long run, you make more that way. Yeah, you uh, ensure more risk that way, right? So, um, I think that's the way I'm. We're we're going to try it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna like really really talk to people in the office how they're doing and like you know I, I can see it working differently for different people. If somebody can only get that one cross sell and that's right. their only aptitude for it, or if timing is time is an issue, like an AEP or something, I might go life. Only, rather than DDA, right, right, and then maybe even throw DDA in the back. end. by the way, did you want the dental vision hearing you still Yeah. I, you do you want fries with that yep. concept? Because dental is like a, I tell people that dental is a uh, is the only um, uh, vanity insurance product. Right. Because people people want nice teeth. Yeah. You know, so it's not it's not like it's like it doesn't feel like insurance because like oh now I can get my teeth cleaned. Yeah. And, uh, teeth whitened or whatever. Um, so you also have it too it's a contact sport. so like you
1: said if if they're on the phones all day long and they're doing 20 presentations a week and they only cross sell <coughs> two yes. SSI that's like five grand premium a week
0: right. right some agents don't write that in a month yeah you know yeah it'd be like writing multiple of the final expense apps you're gonna yeah. buy now, which are probably only getting like two but they're just not bringing it up enough right so I think you get them confidence to bring it up I'm excited for people in Memphis to see it and uh, you're going to be speaking on those things. You're going to tell your deer story, okay? <laughs> on stage, uh, you know. I don't know how many f words we can throw in there or not, but you know, we'll so beep them out. We'll, we'll have fine. to. We'll have to get a. We'll have to get a. Uh, we'll have to get like a the, the the temperature from the room where they're like, who here is okay with f word? Okay, Keep <laughs> um, but. It's, if you pay for my referral training, you get the story from me. You free. get the team <laughs>
1: for
0: free. That's it. So, all right, awesome. How can people find out more about Pete Fournier?
1: So, go to PeteFournier.com, Pete, and then F is in Frank, O-U-R, and as in Nancy, I-E-R.com, or follow me on social media, just Peter J. Fournier, pretty much. It's French.
0: Everywhere. Super French. Fournier. Fournier. French Peach French. filet. Peach rare or Fournier. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, PeterFournier.com. Uh, yeah. Everything we've done together has been Spot on. He actually gave what I thought was one of the greatest presentations at 8% last year. I'm super excited to see him at, at Memphis uh, talk and, and get some people fired up about you know selling life because all these Medicare agents, I know tons of them are sleeping on the life side. Yeah. Uh, and even the ones that are selling life probably aren't selling big enough. No. You know, they're probably selling smaller, um, burial-style policies. So, awesome. Thank you guys for watching. Let us know in the comments what questions you have for Pete, and we'll relay them to them. Talk to you later.